In a matter of days, a significant portion of San Diego's economy has grinded to a halt. With the mandate that restaurants and bars must close, thousands of San Diegans are out of a job in the midst of a coronavirus pandemic. Although local, state, and federal governments are working on some economic solutions in the short term, whether San Diego's dining and drinking scene survives this virus is unknown. Today is Wednesday, March 18th. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your coronavirus update, a special episode of your San Diego News Fix. Lori Weisberg here on the business team at the Union-Tribune, and many businesses have grinded to a halt in San Diego due to mandates from all levels of California government. Let's start with what exactly happened. Walk us through the events of these past several days. Well, I think uh, as, as people and officials grew increasingly concerned about the gathering places, um, you saw things closing down. Restaurants individually were making the decisions. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, especially more fine dining restaurants, to simply close down. But within a matter of hours, days, um, the order came down from uh, the county that basically shut down all in, in restaurant dining. Um, but you could still allow for curbside pickup, delivery, takeout. So um, that's what you're seeing happening now. Restaurants, as we know them, uh, you can't go in and dine, but you can arrange for delivery, curbside pickup. I should point out that while many of these more casual restaurants are doing delivery and to-go orders, it's simply not enough to really help them make any profit, if anything at all. And, and so you have skeleton crews now doing this. I talked to Burger Lounge, for example, which is, you know, already relies a lot on to-go orders, but they are down to a skeleton staff. You know, hours have been cut, um, layoffs you know, there and elsewhere because there just um, isn't enough, enough business to um, sustain those kinds of jobs. Do we have a sense about how unprecedented this move is? Because, Especially in San Diego, dining and drinking is a huge part of our economy. Oh, right. I mean, I feel like as we're going through this uh, whole coronavirus pandemic, every single thing we see seems unprecedented. Shutting down whole malls, which is today, major malls in San Diego County are closing. Um, Just this week, South Coast Plaza, a huge mall in Orange County, closing. I mean, all of this, I, I don't remember when restaurants closed down. I don't know if that's ever happened in our generation, and it will be for for some time, even though we know the initial order was through the end of the month. Who knows if this will be extended? And I think because of that, you're seeing, just today I saw that the National Restaurant Association is asking for some kind of help or bailout. So this this is economically devastating, not just to the businesses, but to the workers too, of course. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I could really think of that's even remotely close to this is like rationing that occurred during World War II. But, you know, even that doesn't really, you know, measure up to what we're seeing now with the closure of restaurants and bars in, you know, L.A. and San Diego counties, which are two massive places. No, no, it's interesting you say that because I just talked to my 89 year old mother yesterday and said, do you remember in your generation this ever happening? And that's all she said. She said, I remember rationing. I remember my mother rationing, but never, never these kinds of closures. 
This is clearly going to have impacts all across the economy until some solution is made from whichever level of government. So let's uh, talk about the workers themselves. Uh, What should someone do if their place has suddenly shut down and they're out of work? Well, um, after having talked to several uh, people who are in that position, many of them have already applied for unemployment insurance, state unemployment insurance, and that's what you should do. Um, I know I'm sure the the website is quite busy, uh, but that is definitely the first step you should take. On the other hand, um, it it should be noted that, you know, it just plays, you know, a small portion of your salary, but it's something, it's Mm -hmm. something. Um, I, I don't know right now how much more financial aid out there. Um, out there is out there. I know um, some restaurant groups I noticed in San Diego, I'm seeing emails saying they're going to be um, providing food for their employees, just uh, trying to get by, not necessarily, you know, their pay. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think some of these um, workers who were necessarily laid off, but their, you know, the work has been suspended. They do have the option of taking sick time if they have it um, to get paid sick leave. So that that may be of some help. Uh, and I know I talked to um, this isn't necessarily about restaurants, but I talked to the labor union that represents hospitality workers, mostly hotel workers, some of whom do work in food and beverage. And um, the union is helping them fill out their unemployment insurance forms, but it's not like they have financial aid to go around. They're setting up a food bank mm-hmm. at their at their offices, but there is no extra money out there. And they're also negotiating with the hotels to see if there's any way to keep their health insurance in place um, while um, business is so down. Yeah, I mean, at this point, there has to be responses from the federal, state, and local governments to kind of deal with this freeze because medical bills, student loan bills, credit cards, all of that could come to a crashing halt if a good chunk of workers just don't have any income and there's no other place to get a job unless, you know, you're lucky enough to get one at Amazon or the few jobs offered at Jimbo's, I suppose. Right, right. And we did talk to uh, one young woman in the hospitality industry who um, had her hours drastically cut. She said that her landlord is being very cooperative and helpful um, and understanding during this time. But as she pointed out correctly, so she doesn't know if all landlords are taking that kind of um, attitude because it's sort of we're all in this together right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And exactly what the social safety net is after all of these, you know, as a recording, it's about 240 in the afternoon. Uh, The bill is still going through Congress. So it's like we don't exactly know exactly what's happening right now. But some solution is being worked on in the meantime. That's correct. That's correct. So, yeah. So whether it's you know, money in our pockets, a, a delay in paying um, anything we owe in taxes, a 90-day delay, those kinds of things. Um, so we're, you're right, we're waiting to see what will filter down mm-hmm. to people um, needing some quick cash. So what do we know about what uh, restaurant owners should be doing? Because, I mean, this is a developing story, but do we know anything right now? Uh, I don't know about what they should be doing, but um, restaurants are um, – as we know, operate on pretty thin margins. And so uh, right now they are, I'm sure, hoping that they at some point can reopen in the not-too-distant future. Um, and as I said, not not all of these restaurants, maybe most of them, cannot just do delivery and to-go orders. So I think um, they probably are hoping for some kind of maybe governmental bailout. We 
I think, as I mentioned, the National Restaurant Association is appealing to the government for some kind of help in the same way that hotel executives Mm -hmm. are looking for some kind of bailout. They already met with uh, President Trump to make that request. So uh, I'm I'm sure they're looking for governmental help. The question is, how quickly will that come? And I think there's a sense in the restaurant community, especially among smaller independents, that maybe they won't be able to reopen. Mm -hmm. This is too big an economic hit. So I think we'll see some potential casualties in all this. And the question is how, how soon can they get up and running again? Yeah. that That's the hardest thing about how all of this happened is that, you know, the, sh- the kind of shutdown or whoever you want to call it happened in an odd kind of fashion and it hits different things first. So it's like, we're still kind of, you know, falling down the hill. We don't really know when quite we're going to stop exactly. Exactly. That's a very good way to put it. It, it is. And, it, and you keep looking for that light at the end of the tunnel, but you just don't know. Are we just three weeks away from resuming to normalcy or are we are we months? That's, that's the big question. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the state of restaurants and bars in the region, are there any further questions that you're hoping to get answers for in the meantime? Right, right. So it's it's um, I think it's a very scary, scary prospect, especially for uh, workers in the service economy, um, most are not that well paid. Tipped workers do better, but they are really in, you know, uh, in limbo right now. What what is to befall them? The and many service workers or servers they have maybe more than one job and in that industry, and they and and those jobs are gone. So the question is, will there be a bailout for them? I, I, some have very generous employers, but can the employers? Uh, be there to help them with a safety financial safety net? I don't know. So I think we need to watch. That's a really big question, especially in San Diego that does have a very large um, labor force of service workers. How are they going to survive? Will there be financial help? Will local government, state government come to the rescue? Mm-hmm. These are all questions that we all desperately are waiting answers to. All right. Lori Weisberg, thank you so much. Stay safe. Thank you. Now, here's today's coronavirus update. County officials said that two clusters of COVID-19 have been found in the first 55 cases reported. The first includes four people who contracted the virus in the community. One of the four was sick enough to be hospitalized, while the others are quarantined at home. The grouping includes a person in the Navy whose infection was announced over the weekend. The second group under investigation involves seven people who went on a ski trip in Colorado, the state issued an advisory that there have been cases in several counties with ski resorts. The group of seven received that information and contacted health officials when they started showing symptoms. One person is hospitalized, and six are in isolation in their homes. One of those people went to the Crossed Festival two weekends ago. The San Diego Padres have created a $1 million support fund to help employees who have been harmed by the postponed baseball season. State officials are reminding people to not flush disinfecting wipes and paper towels down the toilet. If too many people do this, it will harm the state's wastewater system and cause home plumbing problems. Two cruise ships are docking in San Diego and disembarking. One is already here, and the other is coming next week. These ships are not known to be linked to any coronavirus cases. However, current guidance says everyone on those ships should be quarantined for 14 days. 
the San Diego-based hospital ship Mercy will deploy in response to the pandemic. The Ramada Hotel in Carney Mesa has been turned into a quarantine site. Most malls in the region are going to close. The county has updated its coronavirus guidance. Groups of more than 10 people are now banned from meeting, and all gyms and fitness centers are closed. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekday afternoons. Amid the coronavirus pandemic, we have lifted the paywall on stories vital to public health. If you are not a subscriber, please consider joining so we can continue to keep you up to date on this unfolding crisis. Go to uniontrip.com slash subscribe. Until next time.